You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome to the latest episode of the Organic Fitness Podcast. I have my latest guest here on the show, all the way from California. Okay, all right, we have a registered dietitian. We have Sophia. She's an evidence-based approach in relation to giving nutritional tips, okay? Strategies to help people not only to be healthier, also to lose weight, okay? And put it in a humorous manner, and that's exactly what we need right now. All right, say hello to the listeners. Hello. <laughs> Hope everyone's having a great day or night. <laughs> it depends on when you are listening to this, whether it's in the car, on the walk, on a run, clean your kitchen, clean your bedroom. Uh, just mm-hmm. tell the listeners a small bit about yourself in relation to obviously where you are, you're based in America, but just give them a small brief background history. Okay. Yeah, I grew up in um, California. My parents are immigrants from Italy, so food has been a huge part of my life. Um, I got into nutrition because of my own health, and that led me to study nutrition in college and then want to become a registered dietitian um, because of the current pandemic. I'm still figuring out what to do next, um, and but my passion really lies in on the, on social media to make nutrition more accessible and easier to understand because there's a lot of different things coming from different people, and to really push evidence-based nutrition um, in a way that's understandable and fun um, because in the in the end, that's really how we remember and learn things is when oh this was funny to me or when we when visual when we see visual things so that's that's my goal at the moment yeah and you're absolutely nailing that on tiktok at the minute so i'll be putting the uh, <laughs> tagging it up in the show notes they're absolutely top notch i highly recommend you checking it out and i'll have it up at, at the end of the show as well <laughs> thank you thank you i appreciate that <laughs> it's funny because all the the ideas for the tiktoks it all comes at random times like when I'm on a walk, I'll just think of something and I'm like, oh, I have to take out my notes. Okay, let's write this down. Like it's just random. When I actually sit down and try to brainstorm, nothing. It all just comes whenever you least expect it. The creativity at least. And that's the best way to have it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And so hopefully I'm like really interested in like endocrinology and maybe going into research. But at the moment, I'm just using a creative outlet while we're in a pandemic and I'm unemployed. So I'm just going to try to do what I can right now with my creativity. <laughs> totally, keep going with it. Right, the first topic I want to touch on in relation to this podcast is the likes of fad diets from the, you mentioned keto to intermittent to vegan to carnivore to vegetarian. And just what are your thoughts on those particular diets and, and what you come into contact with with people that you either train or mentor? Right, so, well, if we're using evidence-based nutrition, which we should, um, all the, the literature and many, like the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics and many medical journals are all leading and showing research, showing the benefits of vegetarian or vegan or more plant-based diets, right? And obviously there's no diet that fits everyone. And so I think this is now, it's interesting because let me backtrack a little bit when people, people have the ability to eat, right? Everybody can eat. And so for some reason that gives people the idea that they know a lot about nutrition. Um, And so many people who aren't qualified are taking maybe like online certification courses and saying, okay, I know everything about nutrition. I know exactly what diet works for you, et cetera. So we have groups of people 
giving various nutrition advice because they've had various nutrition background education. And then you have the multi-marketing like pyramid schemes who are trying to sell products who are then telling you to just go high protein. And so unfortunately these fad diets because of social media can gain a lot of attention because people have what do you call them? The, when they have the testimonials of people, how they feel, et cetera. Like there's a really, it's really easy to convince someone online to do something just by showing some pictures that might be edited. Um, again, testimonials, like people saying how they felt during a certain diet. And, but what really shows through the literature is a plant-based diet that not only is good for people's health, but also the environment. And what a lot of these fad diets don't include is all the other things that take health that are um, that make up health, which isn't just your diet, your mental health, your physical health, like how much how much exercise you're doing, or if you're going on walks, if you're meditating, which is again your mental health, how well your sleep is, your relationships with people, um, your relationship with yourself. Like there's so many more other things that constitute health that just a diet and just working out is not enough. Right. And so even when you lose weight, when you're at your fittest, you might not be that happy because you're obsessed with your body and you're obsessed with eating healthy. And so it's a balance and finding that balance will be different for everyone. And that's why working with dietitians is very helpful because we're trained in not only nutrition, but also um, motivational interviewing and behavior change. And rather than because a lot of these fad diets, they'll just be like, OK, here's a set of rules. You have to do this strict rules, period. And that's just not sustainable. And that's not motivational. And the motivation isn't coming from the person. And um, so that's why I'm, we're really not a fan and fad diets, a lot of dietitians. And then the second reason is that fad diets are just known not to work. People will do the restrictive diet for a certain period of time, they'll lose the weight, but then long-term they'll, they'll stop the diet because it's not sustainable. And then they'll gain the weight back and and then it goes and they'll start again. And it's a whole, it's a whole cycle. And so that's why we don't really recommend them. That's so important that you mentioned that it's kind of the holistic approach to health. It's not just picking one diet just because you saw somebody else do it on social media, or it's because Sally or Sarah or Michelle or Michael or Tom has done it and he lost weight because they're a different age. They're in a different, living a different life. They might have the likes of, or be in a relationship. They might be single. They might have more time than you. They might be getting up earlier. They're going to bed. Their sleep is better. They're less stressed. And all those things come into the likes of the approach of how they lost weight, why they lost weight, and why it's working for them. But then if you bring that into yours, you they're completely different to you. They just it just doesn't suit them. So there's no one like I'm similar to you, there's no one approach that fits everyone. Okay. There's no mm -hmm. one shoe that fits every woman. There's no one shoe that fits every man. It's each and every person has to find their we'll go back to the clothes that fit them and make sure the diet fits them because that's the whole idea of it. There's no two people the same in this world, not even twins. They're identical by looking at the outside, but not on the inside. And mm -hmm. that's, that's so important. What exactly. You, yeah. I just want to and go. And people with, have different values. Like they yeah. value different things. Some people just really value, <clears throat> they don't want to eat animals. And that's totally fine. Versus some people grew up, it's their culture to eat maybe like fish or something. And it's just, you can't take culture away. That's another thing that's wrong with these fad diets is that they completely disregard culture. Like if there's a diet like keto, completely saying that all carbs are bad. Well, what about the cultures that grew up, you know, that they value carbs versus like, it's just completely culturally insensitive. 
that's important. That's so cultural. And that hasn't come up previously on, on this podcast. I've been doing this podcast for over a year and cultural what? hasn't come into it, which is very interesting. And that's something I haven't actually previously thought about. And with you, your Italian background, pasta, brown pasta, especially a complex carbohydrate, a slow release of energy, brown yeah. bread, complex carbohydrate as well for the likes of people that have um, French heritage and Irish heritage, potatoes, carbohydrates, the body's first source of energy. Again, like too exactly. many people demonize and it's, it's not, it's, it's terrible to, to eliminate one food from your diet because when you eliminate food from your diet, you restrict yourself. When you restrict yourself, you put yourself under unnecessary pressure and then that leads to excess of stress, which reduces your sleep and you affect your sleep, it affects your hunger hormones and it's a vicious cycle then after that. Exactly, exactly. And for it's 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 complicated now because of all the chronic disease that um I mean that's apparent that's prevalent in the entire world really. And the way that people look at health and they look at like thermodynamics and physics, like okay, calories in, calories out, like that's what matters. But yes, okay, physics wise, yes, but that's not how it works in the body because metabolism is more complex than that. And so just solely focusing on one thing just doesn't, it, it's not going to work for a majority of the population. And it hasn't because as we've seen, because that's why we, we are still chronically obese. <laughs> and, um, and you're right. The, the culture, like there was a, I'm sure you've heard of the blue zones book, which although isn't randomized control trials, they're observational studies, which we shouldn't just overlook. And all many of the communities in the blue zones have a carbohydrate rich diet, but it's not like they're like obsessive or go over the top with them. Like Italians, they eat what, like a small plate of pasta, they'll eat a side of salad. Like it's not massive portions of carbohydrates that are seen in the US, <laughs> right? But and it's carbohydrates from the likes of a, uh, a food store, we call, it, we call it a single ingredient, whether it be bread yeah. or whether it be pasta, it's not highly processed foods because mm -mm. like uh, biscuits are carbohydrate. The cookies are a carbohydrate. Okay, cereals, highly processed cereals, whether it be sugar pops, whether it be cocoa pops. And for a while there, I remember seeing on social media, you can have your cocoa pops with a protein supplement. And I'm going to go. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. It's just all processed. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, that's why I was, I'm such an advocate for, you know, going to your farmer's market, shopping local, because then you decrease, you know, not only the carbon emissions of how far or away your food is coming from. Um, although we have to take into account the food deserts, like there's many places in the United States where they don't have access to farms, like farmers have to eat food that's being shipped. However, if you have the ability to always try to find local shops and farmers, especially now during the pandemic to support them and to keep the business going. That's so important. And I saw one of your posts as well. It can be cheaper. It's less miles. It's not only better for you. It's higher nutrition. And some people will yes. say, oh, it's expensive. Well, really, like I'm a small organic grower and the likes of a coffee in Ireland is 250 and it's either less than that for a bag of salad, whether it be kale, is €2.50. So for people to say it's expensive, if you took out one coffee during the week, you'd have a full bag of kale that'd last you depending on how much care you eat, could last you two days, could last you three days. If you had two of those, last you a full week. So that's five euro, two bags of kale, two bags of greens, and that's you sorted for magnesium, fiber, B vitamins, folate, uh, iron. Exactly. And if you're getting an organic, you have the added advantage of not only being beneficial for you, but also for the environment and it being local. You're winning on all fronts. 
Exactly, exactly. And it's it's difficult to change someone's way of eating once they've started right and so that's where the dietitian would come in to help them to motivate them to make the change because like i could put a plate of like a kale salad in front of my brother and he'd just be like what is this i'm not eating like he just doesn't like it and so we have we there's not only like a, a mental change but also like a slow change of the taste buds like your taste buds can change they do but it takes time and so maybe you will have to force it a little bit in the beginning, find the vegetables that you like, and then add on as you can initially. Like it's a very slow plot process. And one of the big things that we have that I think a lot, our entire society really deals with is instant gratification. And they want, you know, answers immediately and changes immediately. And that's just not how change works in a healthy way. Um, because it takes time. Habits are formed in what, what a, like 24 to 30 days. So it's, it's a slow process and there a lot of patience is needed and many people don't have the patience for that. They just want a quick fix, give me a pill to lose weight, to be healthy, to be happier. And it just doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's got a lot comes from a lot from social media and the likes of the internet. You can order a quick fix and they say, drink this skinny tea and you'll be as slim and as lean as you possibly can in seven days. You'll have six pack abs popping out from all angles. And that doesn't work. You said that it's, it's so important. People are looking oh. for instant gratification and it just doesn't work like that. Slow and steady wins the race hands down. But what you do as well, yeah. and I really enjoy it is you're yeah. making healthy foods and that'll be my similar approach. Make them tasty. Use the likes of healthy fats. <laughs> Use tahini or you're a big fan of tahini, which is a healthy fat. I love tahini. <laughs> but why? I love it too. Yeah. Um, Broccoli, making broccoli tasty and making kale or any jack leafy green that's in season at the minute. Just and the, just the sauces, like see, and they're from, they're not from a jar. They don't contain added sugars. They don't contain preservatives. Tahini mm -hmm. is a simple ingredient. You could add even a pinch of pink abalone salt, which would have electrolytes in it as well. And people are sometimes, oh, too much salt is bad for your diet. Well, not if you take out the processed food and add in either Irish salt or any pink Himalayan salt with micronutrient values to it. Instead mm -hmm. of the likes of something that's highly processed you're onto a winner making a taste yeah. for them yeah exactly and it's it's tough because when you come like going to the small steps like dietitians are taught to like if someone is obsessed with having soda every day like they're addicted to soda they need to have soda the next step would be would would be asking them okay what would you rather have instead and Ideally, it'd be like a water, sparkling water that's flavored, and they would not want that. They would say, that's gross. It doesn't taste like anything. I don't want that. So the next step would be like a milkshake. Like it'd be something, it, like the steps are so slow. And even the thing that replaces soda might not be that healthy, but it's better than soda. It's just so slow moving that people just really don't understand that. And making them tasty, like you said, is very important. And that's up to the individual to figure out, to find, to trial and error, cook something, you don't like it. Okay, let's try a different way the next time. It's like trying to get a kid to try different foods. It's the same thing, essentially. Um, Spice rack is one of the things I highly recommend to people. And not only getting change in the flavor, you're adding in the likes of phytonutrients, you're adding in antioxidants and two of my favorite spices but that's because my palate has completely changed is turmeric and ginger i love spicy foods and ginger is a massive winner in stir fries you even put it into my water is something that i do as well it's just so many different benefits are aiding in digestion uh, reducing inflammation in the body and it's something that i really enjoy and i try and get people to incorporate into their diet on a regular basis 
And then the, another issue that you run into when people try to start eating more whole food based immediately, like change their diet, like go black and white, go from one to the other processed food to whole food is that their digestive system is not ready for all that fiber. They are not, they're going to feel so bloated maybe even low energy initially because you're going from eating food that has no fiber like a burger and a shake and a soda or a hot dog or chips or whatever every day to eating salads and whole foods sweet potatoes etc like their digestive system is not ready for that yet I've seen a lot of people say I feel so bloated beans do not make me feel good and so even just adding a small salad to the burger and fries that's the, that's the first step. Like it's, it takes a while. Some people are fine, but again, it, it depends on the person, how well they're going to digest everything, how well they feel after, um, switching up some ingredients going from, you know, white bread to whole grain, etc. So what are your tips? We, we go, I'll try and move on to the likes of what are your tips for people to try and incorporate in more veg into their diet? Okay. We touched on the likes of seasonality, vision, country market. Do you have any other, maybe a top three that you would use? Yeah, I think the top three would depend on the person. If you're someone who has access to the food and has access to a farmer's market and vegetables, my tip would be to try to buy half of your groceries, maybe, or maybe a couple, like some fruits and vegetables from that market, you know, one at a time. Um, like don't have to completely grocery shop at the farmer's market because some of them, especially in Berkeley, can be pretty expensive, unfortunately. But um, the second tip would be start with a vegetable you really like. Um, or fruit, because there's a, there's a confusion about what is a fruit, what is a vegetable, because avocados are a fruit, tomatoes are a fruit, cucumbers are a fruit, but anything under the fruit, vegetable category definition will work. Um, yeah. Adding that to your meals. Um, I'm not a fan of calorie counting at all. The, like on my tahini post, someone, the TikTok, someone commented, oh, I like, it sounds really good, but tahini is too calorie dense for me right now. And I don't know who they are. I don't know what kind of diet they're doing, but it's this hyper focus on calories that is just completely taking away the joy of food, the culture around food, the nutrient density of the food is <laughs> completely just forgotten because you're focusing on calories. Um, and so I would be, I would let go of this calorie thought or I don't know, obsession of over, over calories and just focus on eating the whole foods, right? Finding one or two that you like and adding them nice and easy slowly. And just with, with whatever dinner you're having, just have a side of one vegetable at a time. Uh, two, if you like them, three, like the more the better, but you don't have to, right? It's just more. And then three, I would, it's not a food tip. It would be why, figure out your why. Like, why do you want to change to a more plant-based diet? what's because if, if I'm just telling you to if people are just telling you to you're not going to do it for that long there has to be something inside of you to say wow I need to change my diet I feel motivated why because I need more energy I want less inflammation in my body so I have less pain so I can sleep better at night because a lot of whole food um, like plant-based foods have magnesium in them and so it really the third point is really just figuring out find your motivation because no one's going to do it for you right yeah no that's a, that's a pretty damn solid way to finish off a, a three rounder make sure you're you <laughs> what you're doing it you did very well there, i have to say an absolute classic thank you <laughs> <laughs> we did touch on i like kind of talking about with, with foods and things i like talking about the likes of training right people might be able to go to the likes of their typical style of training and we touched on just before this we started recording the types of training that you're currently doing and what just put into mm -hmm. um 
put it out to the listeners what you're currently doing and you mentioned a couple of yoga things that you were doing yeah yeah so like we kind of talked about in the beginning health is about diet so what kind of movement is everyone doing what kind of ways are you taking care of your mental health and health regarding your relationships with people and like which ones are benefiting you which ones aren't and with regards to physical health I initially used to go to the gym all the time. I would do hit a lot. I would do really high intense training. And honestly, that wasn't what my body needed. I liked it because it was a mental relief because I was just like focused on the, on the workout and, and it was really fun, but my body was really exhausted after most of the time. And because of quarantine, I realized that, wait, maybe I need something a little lighter. Um, I need something like yoga sculpt, which is what I'm doing now, which is a mix of hit, but also yoga. So you're focusing on your breath, but you're also focusing on strengthening certain muscles. And I've really learned to to hone in on certain, I really need to be engaged for certain exercises. And so it's basically a workout with minimal weights, but it's it's very like body focused. And I can do so many more pushups now because it's all body strength, right? And it's all my core. I've no, like I've totally was not engaging my core correctly before. And now I am because I'm focused, I've like hyper-focused on making sure right muscles are engaged when doing these exercises. And so I, I mean, which exercise I recommend people depending on who they are. Um, If you're someone who really loves high intensity energy, like intense training, go ahead. Like, that's awesome. Do it. But if, but you kind of have to ask yourself, just like with food, like what feels good? Like, how do you feel after your workout? Do you feel energized and ready to start your day? Or do you feel like, Oh, I'm exhausted. I, would rather just sit on the couch all day because if you feel completely exhausted what a lot of personal trainers have told me is maybe you went a little too hard (laughs) maybe it's too much maybe you need to go a little your body because you should have energy like exercise is supposed to wake you up get you moving and going and if you feel completely defeated after like you obviously should be a little tired but not completely just i can't move i want to be a couch potato for the rest of the day kind of thing so that which exercise works for everyone is really dependent on who they are really yeah and it all comes down to the foods as well but um that then we we touched on a couple of things i just want to recap it up okay we've talked on there's no perfect diet was the first thing we touched on it's all about individuality and picking and choosing one that suits you and you as a person and then we yeah it up we're talking for you and more sustainable it's so important as yeah, well to make sure yeah, yeah. And we went on to the likes of seasonality, going to country markets, getting it at its nutrition, highest nutritional value. Then we kind of finished on your three classic uh, take-home tips to be a more plant-based approach and making sure you know why you're doing it. All right, just before mm-hmm. we finish up, I want to make sure you know or be able to tell the listeners exactly where they can find you. I'll be tying it up all in the show notes. Please have people you the likes of your TikTok handle, your Instagram. If you want to yes. give them your email as well, you tell them, you tell them right here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So TikTok is, it's, I, it's my, it might be annoying because I have two different names, but TikTok is grain of Sophia dash RD or underscore RD. Instagram is grain of Sophia. And then email is grain of Sophia at gmail.com. Well, that's, don't worry about that. I'll be tagging up on the show notes to be underneath uh, this. I'll be putting it out. Either <laughs> so <in the> sweet. <laughs> and I always say, and finish up this podcast, where I say, I appreciate you coming on and taking your time, especially um, on a Sunday evening. Okay, it's quite late here. I have my blue light blocking glasses on. You have them, but you don't have to put them on because it's nearly midday there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you for having me. This was great. It's amazing uh, that you're doing a podcast and spreading this information to everyone because we need more podcasts um, like these. 
Yeah, well, we need more people like you too. And that's why I got you on this <laughs> podcast. So it's more people putting out positive, humorous, beneficial information for people to be healthier, be happier. Because most people that I talk to really want to do be healthier. And when you're healthier, you're a hell of a lot happier. Yes, 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 yes. That's for sure. And I always finish off the likes of this podcast with saying, stay tuned, stay classy, and keep it organic. You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast.